0: Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out-of-this-world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I have on Robin Thomas. so We're going to bring her on in just a moment. But before I do that, just a couple of announcements. If you have not had the opportunity to download my free 20-minute meditative journey to meet your galactic family and guides, make sure you do that on my website, mysticmanta.com or Dr. Lisa J. Thompson.com. And if you are coming to Hawaii, specifically to the Big Island Kona side, come on one of my Big Island UFO tours where you'll see the night sky in a whole new way using my advanced generation three military night vision goggles. And more information is on that website, big island BigIslandUFOtours.com. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Robin on. Hello, Robin. Hey, Lisa, how are you? I am great. So let me introduce you to the world here. Um, We're going to have a really fun conversation. So Robin Thomas is a spiritual teacher, happiness coach, healer, and founder of Phoenix Rising Healings, Fierce Happy Women Coaching. She's also a lead teacher and coach of the Reese Thomas Institute of Energy Medicine. She's a self-help personal transformation junkie and enjoys collecting certificates and degrees. (laughs) Robin is passionate, enthusiastic, playful, and deeply irreverent, habitually giving her own guides a run for their money. She's also a contributing author to the anthology Joy on Demand, Choose Healthy Habitual Happiness. She believes wholeheartedly in the value of play and fervently enjoys calling forth playmates, willing to dive deep into what it means to be fully alive. Well, everyone probably wants to be your friend, right?
1: (laughs) Kind of. I mean, the question I get all the time is, are you always this happy? And I'm like, usually, yeah, this is kind of, I mean, I have have dark moments, but yeah, no, yes. Everybody wants to be my friend because this is, pretty much what you see is what you get all the time
0: okay i mean just even in the bio it's fun like it's energetic so not the standard boring bio kind of like mine <laughs> maybe i need to change that well so before we dive into conversation because there's, there's all sorts of fun stuff that i think we're going to be talking about but i would love for you to share with the audience kind of how you grew up um so just to give us background on how you got into being a spiritual teacher um, spiritual, religious, something else?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I, so I grew up, I'm one of those rare breeds. I grew up pagan, actually. My okay. mom, my mom was, a, was studying witchcraft and law of attraction, and she was, she was studying in the, I mean, before anybody, in the 70s, she was doing Edgar Casey's Search for God, and she was, like, in the, in this profound, and then in the 80s, when I was growing up, she was studying with Laura Cabot, who was a witch, famous witch in Salem, so, like, I grew up mm-hmm. with these pagan roots. She also, ex- exposed me to kind of every religion that was out there okay. and i'm i'm so grateful for that because i got this like foundation in spirituality it wasn't necessarily based in religion so i don't have to like recover from some organized religion but right. i i got to explore what spirituality really meant um and that was the foundation that was so i was i was i was practicing in my like late teens, I had, I was doing circles or whatever in in college. So that's always been my, my, my thing. And then in my early twenties, I was now starting to do personal work. I was starting to understand energy medicine. I was starting to understand that there's, Oh, there's more to this than I thought there was. So,
0: Mm.
1: I mean, that's been my entire adult life. That's been 25 years now. So it's like, I've never not had this as a basis.
0: Okay. Well, very interesting. So Um, so did you always have this as your career or did, was there some kind of transition?
1: Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, my career was as an occupational therapist. I was an occupational therapist for 25 years. I, in just in 2020, I mean, I've had this as a side gig since, i mean i took my first reiki class in 2004 but i've had this as a side gig forever but then in 2020 i got some very clear messaging they were like no this is the time for you and so yeah the pandemic did amazing things and also terrible things and amazing things and this was the i made the leap in that in 2020.
0: okay well beautiful and and yeah i have a similar experience in terms of the pandemic really allowing me to be like, well, what, how do I really want to live my life?
1: Right. Right. Exactly. exactly. And and I think it did that for a lot of people, whether or not we like to admit it, it, it changed, it gave people permission to start looking at what serves us versus what doesn't. Yeah, And I think that's how, that's what's accelerated sort of some of the growth that we've seen in people waking up to be yeah. like, something more.
0: Absolutely. Well, so, okay. So tell me, I guess what, what did you start doing first <laughs> when you if you're leaving your career and you've been dabbling like hobbyist you know yeah do- it's hobby
1: expensive hobby teaching I was I was always doing coach I was always all side gig I always had clients healers healings um and then in 2020 when every when the world shut down I got I was one of the first people I, I got COVID in April April 7th of 2020, right? So I was sick from the get-go, like, and then, so it took me, it took me a, a, a long time to recover. And in the process we moved, a whole bunch of stuff happened. And and so I couldn't go back to work. I I, I, I knew for a long time I couldn't be in that, I worked in healthcare. I couldn't be in that environment yeah. anymore. My vibration just wasn't a match for it. Um, right. And so we moved out here and then I couldn't find a job. So the first time in my whole career, I couldn't find a job. And I was like, Okay, what are what are they what are they teaching me? So I sat and I asked. I said, What am I supposed to do? And that's when I got this message that you're supposed to, this is your time. You're supposed to take the leap of faith. And I said, Okay, but I need some like assurances on this. So I I created um my first happiness course, I think I called it a happiness intensive and it was like six or eight weeks of a class. And I said, if this is a yes, then I'm going to sell this class. I was going to be a no brainer. I think it wasn't even 10 hours later, the whole thing was completely sold. And I was like, message received. I got (laughs) you. Right. There was a yes. Yes.
0: That's like a hell yes. (laughs) Right.
1: Exactly. There was no looking back from that.
0: Wow. Well, so what is it, what does it mean to be like to teach happiness and be a happiness coach?
1: Well, it, it, it's, it's easier than saying, let's dive into the, the inner shadow and child stuff of trauma. That's keeping you stuck and not living the best life that you've ever had coach. So, so, but, but that's kind of, that's kind of what we do. I, I, I specialize in teaching people how to completely make peace with who they are as they are as a complete whole being, like Mm. there's nothing wrong. There's nothing broken. There's nothing to fix. And, and so I, I mean, I spent the first almost 40 years of my life, just tell me what's wrong with me. This is why I have an alphabet of degrees after my name, right? Just tell me what's wrong with me. If you tell me what's wrong with me, I'll fix it. But I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And so when I, when I finally got to this place of like, oh, maybe there really isn't anything broken in me. And I'm just this spastically joyful, wildly enthusiastic, crazy person. And that's okay. That's when I just was like, people need this so desperately. That's when I really started saying, okay, so how do I teach this? How do I share this? That's really when things turned around for me. Um, So, so now I I call it fierce happiness because you have to be fiercely unapologetically willing to sit and stay sometimes in that muck Mm -hmm. until, until you can let it go. So it's no longer running your life.
0: Okay. So I know people have a hard time doing that. Oh yeah.
1: it in various ways absolutely which is why we have the society that we have where there's so many people running from Mm -hmm. feeling anything right anything so how like
0: for for people listening or watching if they're in that kind of place where they are one of the ones that's avoiding running away you know just pretending like it's not there what what would be maybe the first step to encourage them to stay and not avoid
1: <laughs> i think the the very first step is is even if I, even if you can ask the question what is this here to teach me or or mm-hmm. or what can i learn from this uh, you can that's a, it's a it's a pr- relatively simple innocuous question that yeah. will start to provoke some in, introspection i mean it, Einstein is is famously accredited with saying the single big, biggest decision we make is whether we live in a friendly universe or a hostile one, and if we live in a friendly universe, then nothing's ever happened to you. It's mm-hmm. only ever happened for you. Yeah, and that's a big leap for a lot of people. But if you can just start in this moment of like, okay, what is this teaching me? What is this showing me? How is this? What is this calling me to? It it gives you a a a a. a one, like a breath of opening that can maybe allow some stuff in. Beautiful.
0: Yes. And okay. <laughs> so I, I want that to sink in for people because we really, like there's so many people that are feeling victimized. They're just yes. staying stuck. Right. And so, I mean,
1: I, you know, <sighs> I, the, I know that humanity is going through this like collective dark night of our soul. Like that's, we're yeah. in this birth canal process. The dark night is meant to bring you closer to source spirit, the universe, God, whatever. I don't care what the word is that you use for that thing. That's bigger than we are. Yeah. That's what the dark night is, is designed for. It does bring up anxiety and fear and loneliness and sadness and angst and, and separation. It, I mean, that's just, part of the process Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and and the only way out is through you you could look back anybody could look back on their lives and and if this pattern has repeated itself over and over and over and over again doing the same thing isn't gonna result in any better result it's not gonna get you any different results it's just gonna have more and more drastic consequences so can you just maybe begin to let in that there's possibility of another way just be just be open to what's possible it 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 just gives you just enough breathing space so that over time you can end up in hawaii Mm -hmm.
0: which is the happiest
1: state in the country but well maybe maybe now it's not so much but in general um and it it, it's like can we have gratitude for what is Mm -hmm. Gratitude's a big deal process yeah going right. What can we look at that's going right? I don't care if it's that you didn't get bit by the dog today. And in my dark night, I would say, "I'm glad I didn't get bit by the dog and I didn't have a dog like i I really <laughs> tried so hard to just meet myself with as much sympathy and compassion as I could. and that's I think what the first step is sympathy, compassion. like just hey, it's let's let's pretend everything's okay if that were true what would what would that look like
0: right? Okay, so then, so besides being this happiness coach, I mean, you're a healer. You're doing energy medicine. So, can you tell? I I'm not familiar with the Reese Thomas Institute of Energy Medicine. So, so
1: uh, Reese is a is a really brilliant man, and he has a, a system of um, energy prof- energy profiles, soul profiles. That when I looked back, is the exact same as my master's thesis. It was the exact same system that I created. I don't know my, I got my master's in 2001 or two and he, he hit his, I don't know when he, he created his profiles about 20 years ago. We created them the same at the same time. I, we just didn't, I didn't meet him until 2014. So like, it's a, it's a system of energy that just, it gives us a reference point for how our soul operates. Um, And, and so it's a, he calls it a mystery school. I can't, I wouldn't, I don't know that it's exactly a mystery school, but it is a a self-mastery energy healing program. It's a three-year intensive program. So it's a really amazing program. And that was kind of um, Mm life-changing because by the time I got to Reese, I had already done 15 years of personal development at that point. And, and, you know, I sat in a meditation and I was all angry and frustrated. And my guides came in and were like, are you ready to stop talking about being a healer and start actually being a healer? And I was like, yes, okay. So It was life-changing. And, and so that's, it's, it's, it's a, the method he teaches is one thing. The healings that we learned are next level healings. And they, they changed my whole energy practice. They, they really expanded what I was capable of
0: before. Okay. So can you give me
1: just a couple of examples of some things? Yeah. So, so, I mean, I, I teach in his school now and I've, I've, I, I don't necessarily follow his methods exact cause I have some of my own stuff now. Um, okay. But one of the healings that was again, profound was what's called a, a, a energetic regression healing, which again, I, cr- I got downloaded to me about the same time that he created it. So he and I like share more than just a last name, but so it's, we take you back through your whole life and look at all of the maybe places where there's some trauma big t trauma or little t trauma like anytime someone told you who you are is not okay creates a a little t trauma right think about how many thousands of those happen so we, we go back through and we sort of unwind i see them as like knots of energy and and we go back through your life and unwind those knots and and what we're doing is pulling out all of the places where that energy is still screaming for your mm-hmm. attention and calling things to you that keep reinforcing that pattern because the energy, the universe, right, works on vibration, right? It's physics, it's that's it. So, yeah. so, so, unwinding those knots, you're now not screaming for, for succor, for for sal- for salvation, something, and and you can go back to before that happened, and you mm-hmm. can go. In, in fact, I take, the I take my clients all the way out into the soul plane where they get to actually feel what it's like to be totally connected and totally loved and cherished and never separate and never broken.
0: Mm-hmm. And we
1: bring that energy all the way through so they can, we access their Akashic records so we can see their contracts. We can see how this was the, this was part of their soul's journey all the way through. So it really does change their energy frequency. And it's like profound and. Again, it came downloaded to me, and then I learned further techniques with Reese, and it like solidified into this amazing thing that was.
0: Okay. That is pretty amazing. So, when you said an energetic regression, so is it actually like doing a hypnosis kind of thing?
1: You know, it's sort of kind of like that, although I'm not, not, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm hypnotizing my clients because they're fully aware, right? And in fact, it's just a matter of listening to what their energy is when it shifts and how, like, I hold, I I, I hold space for them. I hold Mm -hmm. space for them to go back in time to be the thing that they needed when they were powerless. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's as if, and I know, I believe that eventually we'll be able to prove that in the moments when we were in our darkest places there's a higher self that comes to us i actually believe it's us in future coming backwards and this is that healing that sort of is a a piece of that i think
0: Mm -hmm. okay
1: very interesting
0: um okay so there's just so much
1: (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) how do i can i help you with that (laughs) Thank you
0: so much. Okay. So I'm going to just switch gears a little bit because it's not in your bio, but I did ask you before we got on about your galactic connection. And so um, just, you know, I I do need to ask because you have connection. And so um, you mentioned that you channel and I'm curious, when did the channeling start and who do you channel and Tell
1: me about all that. Uh, I will. I could. If I look back, I can tell you the channeling started a long time ago, but Mm -hmm. I didn't have words for it or a reference point for it. Like, I can tell you, like, when this healing came in, when I would know exactly what to say to my clients to help them move forward, when I would know exactly what age to stop at, right? That I have no, I could have no possible way of knowing these things. I know that was coming from someplace. It wasn't until that was maybe two years ago, I, I was I, I went to my psychic, my healer, my person, and she did a soul reading. And she said to me, have you ever thought about channeling? And I was like, and I was like, no, I, I, I'm not a channel. What? No, I'm just me. I'm just right. So I really was like, and it sent me into a little bit of a tailspin for a little while. And I was like, nope. So I, I kind of shut it, shut it off. Um, and then I was sitting one night and i was i was journaling and i was like okay let's see what's what's here and i started actually writing some questions and and getting the answers and and that was again that was about two years ago and Mm -hmm. i've been just cultivating that since Mm -hmm. um but i was so and i will also say to you that in in since this year i've been like my i went from like a satellite dish to like a fiber optic cable, right? It's like it—it it has like really gotten finite and and very specific. Um, it's the I—it's they call themselves the Council of Light, and they have a Council of Light, and and they're—I I don't know—are they are i do not know are they 2 separate councils? Sometimes they're together. Um, it is both Arcturian and Pleiadian, um, and they they come in together and separate sometimes. Um, okay. And I can see that there, I can actually see that there's a panel of them Mm -hmm. and I interact with whoever happens, like there's, there's a, there's a panel of three, but then there's also a larger panel that pops in and out and sort of pipes up every once in a while. Um, and they're somewhere between 12th and 15th level dimensional beings Mm -hmm. and they are very specific. In what they want to teach, how they want to share, what the, what the messages are that they want to bring to humanity, and they have told me over and over and over again, it's it's because it's time. They they want us. They they keep saying that information has to get out because it can't get lost.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, and so actually, I started channeling in 2022, and and Arcturians were the primary group that came through first. Mm-hmm. and now since then i've had 12 other groups but wow. i um so i'm curious for you just you know channel the channel like when when you have your arcturians versus the pleiadian councils do they feel different are you just seeing them different like- no they
1: feel different so the 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 arcturians are very like very they have a I don't want to say masculine energy, but they have a very direct to doing energy, right? There's like a this is this. There, there, there isn't always the warm fuzzy that comes from the Arcturians. The Pleiadians are much more soft, softer, softer and um circumspect sometimes. Like they're not as like direct and focused, which I think is I hold both energies totally and within me so I think that's why I have both councils because I needed both to that's how they helped me integrate both of my both of my halves
0: okay that makes sense and so then when they're coming together as the councils then what it like what does that feel like
1: it feels like a a yin-yang it feels like a it feels like a totally perfectly yin-yang symbol if it that's it feels so perfectly balanced Mm -hmm. and perfectly in alignment with each other that it just feels like, right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, and do you, like when you decide that you're going to channel or do they decide for you that you're (laughs) channeling? Sometimes (laughs) it's both. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I'm getting like yeah. we need to
1: come through now Like right. sometimes so they happening. tap me on my ear right I, I hear it and I'm like okay I'm listening um normally I call them normally because like I said I've been working really much with like opening and really closing my channel so it's getting to be really 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 specific um mm-hmm. but when I call them I call both I'll say the councils of light um so I either call them by name or I just call them the Councils of Light and they come through. So by doing that, leaving it sort of open-ended, a couple of times I've had even some of the Marians come in and one time there was a mantis being and I was like, I'm not actually, okay. It was, it was like interesting. Um, so, I love
0: mantis. But yes, yes.
1: Know. But it took, it was like, I was totally like not prepared for it. and it, it, I got a little like, right, but because um, yeah. that was totally different energy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, so, and you mentioned Lemuria. So I'm in Hawaii, which is part of lost continent of Lemuria. (laughs) Very Lemurian energy here. So, okay. And again, this curiosity question. So how, how do the Lemurian, how does the Lemurian energy feel different
1: than the councils? It's more diffuse. It's more, um, it didn't it wasn't like so it came through when i was doing a meditation to connect my heart to the heart of mother earth mm. so it came in with that connection to mother earth in the way that my council's didn't um that makes sense yeah right so it, it 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 was more um it was more collective it was more like from the from mother earth and like they were showing me like this like that mother earth is a like a a cosmic drop box like we can all access her energy because all of their wisdom is stored in it in her
0: okay well so let's talk about the messaging that is coming through because well, and i'm curious so when you're getting the messages, are you writing it down? Are you speaking it vocally? Are you doing it for clients? Like what's...
1: Um, I do, a, uh, I have a membership site. So I do a channeled monthly reading for my membership site once mm-hmm. a month. Um, and and in, that, in that one, it's just what's coming up for the month. What are, the, what, are my, what are my, excuse me, people need to know. And and I. what would you like to teach them or what would you like to create? Um, so it's, it's almost always spoken because i talk i'm a I, i'm a talker um, okay. right um i tried writing and my head got in the way too much and i tried writing with my left hand and all that stuff that you it, none of it worked my head was censoring too much but when i speak it i don't have time mm-hmm. to censor it and i get to actually i i either see the pictures or they give me like some like pop culture reference that I can then interpret and they tweak it if I say it and they're like, no, no. Cause one time I said, there's an urgency and they were like, it's not urgency. That's a human emotion. And I was like, right. So they, they correct me in real time, um, when I'm speaking. Um, okay. and I do, I just started doing this channeled reading with my clients, although I've always been doing it when I'm healing or it's always yeah. been there. It's just not been a specific thing I do. Until right.
0: Okay. Well, so, um, So that, because there are different levels in terms of the, I guess, amount of trance or not that one is in during the channeling process. So for you, then are you just, you're speaking as Robin interpreting what they're telling you, or are you letting them speak directly through you?
1: They have never wanted to speak directly through me. Okay. I don't I don't know why, and they don't necessarily actually tell me why. Um, th- what was really important is when I first joined the council, I had to put my sword down. There was, a, there was a moment where they said are you willing to put your sword down in order to join with us because mm-hmm. i i came I, i've been a warrior i have a warrior spirit i've always had a flaming sword okay. and and that what they were showing me is you've done enough you don't need the flaming sword anymore are you mm-hmm. gonna are you willing to put it down even if it means you don't get credit for what you're doing and it there was a moment i was like oh um mm-hmm. let me think about it. so so i did say yes eventually and then i got COVID it was my initiation um but because of that I think there there's a free will aspect that they're they're gonna speak to me not necessarily as me
0: okay but yeah oh it totally does because you know there are channelers like Elizabeth April who talks speaks for them you know she'll get the visions and whatever but um
1: Magenta I don't know do you know Magenta Pixie She, she works with um um She's a, she works with an astrologer, um, okay. Pam Gregory. She works with Pam Gregory a lot and she just speaks, they speak through her. Okay. Uh, but that's not my,
0: Yeah. My, mine speak through me and I, so based on the like higher dimensional level that your collectives are saying that they are from my, as soon as you said that, you know, they're not speaking through you, I've, based on my experiences with actually having that energy come through my body, it's because it really taxes the
1: body. Exactly.
0: That high energy level. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think they just, either they know I'm not ready for it or I couldn't handle it, or it's going to, that would flip me out a little bit. I think to not not have that kind of control, I think they, they recognize that would not work for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's all. (laughs) And
1: and why I want to have that,
0: you know, bring this up is because there are people who are watching or listening that maybe aren't as familiar with the different styles of channeling. Sure. And, you know, and when people are being artistic, when you're being creative, you know, you are channeling.
1: Absolutely. Like we are all channels. Like it's not just some special gift that a handful of us have. We all have this ability to do it. Yes. Which is why it's so important to clear out our stuff this is why the work i do because you can't if you if you're not clear they can't you're not going to recognize that it's not what it's what's coming through right
0: and it's not scary either exactly. so
1: exactly because exactly. <laughs> i know,
0: some people are like oh my god i'm going to be possessed or you know and it's not like that
1: it's at the all opposite all of that. Like it feels so. I've never felt so loved and held and supported as I do when I'm in, in out with my soul family and out with the with the, the councils. Like it it never feels anything other. There's not even. It's not the lack of judgment. There, judgment doesn't exist.
0: like this. Exactly. Yeah, it's just pure love. Absolutely. And unity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why I wanted to go there. <laughs> now okay so because i'm curious because you know my my arcturians they have very clear messaging that they are trying to get out into the world mm-hmm. um and the other ones too and i i totally resonate with what you're saying about the energy like the pleiadians i always identify with like the divine feminine that harmonious kind of community and, yeah, where the Arcturians, they are, at least through me, like, a, a lot more direct. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: This is, like, this is how it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, like, what kind, what are they sharing with you to share with your people?
1: For the um,
0: world now? Uh,
1: so what they've told me over and over again is the most recent message was um, that civilization may fall. And that's, it's, it's all part of the whole process. Yeah. But, What's not falling is the wisdom. Like we're not losing the wisdom this time. It's not the dark ages again. And it and also they're telling me all of our three D trauma isn't coming. It it can't come with us into 5D anymore. So this is why it's so crucial that we do our work. Because we're at it not that we're out of time, but we don't have a you're either gonna come with us or get pulled over in this tsunami like there's no there's no we don't have a choice anymore we always have a choice but it's a bigger deal and it's going to be more painful the further along we go that you don't do your work so so that's what they've been showing me very very clearly that it's not coming with us and so so we're upgrading we're connected we're all one and you either do your work or get pulled over those are your two choices these days um so it's like we we don't have we have a moral obligation. And those of us who are healers and light workers, because those are the people that I really work with the most, is they're being called now in in droves in waves yeah. and waves and waves. Um, because they what they say is the world needs your light. And that's kind of my tagline. That's my message is the world really needs your light. It it is so that we can help so many of the people who are still in the darkness find a way. Yeah. So it's been a lot of those messages and the big one is rest when you can because it's it's not like you get a chance to rest much. So it's like rest when you can. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, so let's unpack some of that. Okay, sure. Because some people are gonna be like, well, you know, how do I know if I'm on the right track for moving to 5D, if I'm doing the work or not? Because some people, they think that they're doing the work and we can observe them and we're like, are you <laughs> without judgment right exactly there was no right or wrong in this and i do want to say that too like there's no judgment no right or wrong in what if someone is still asleep or they're still in the darkness yeah. and everyone eventually will shift it's right. just it's all yeah. love
1: it's all love i mean you can look at any anything in the world it's it's maybe the shadow of love but it's still it's still love it's still like yeah. you know you just just because you're um, like just because the light's not on doesn't mean that the electricity isn't there right It's the same it's the same energy. so so whether someone's awake or not awake or on their path or it, it you know you're on the path when it feels right. I mean it yeah. feels messy and, and challenging and whatever but you, you know you're doing the work because you feel like there's some greater purpose mm-hmm. calling me forward. Yes.
0: Well, and one of the things that I love um that you wrote in your bio is like being like playful and having fun. And that's one of the things that my Arcturians constantly are reminding me, but also my people, is you know, follow your passion, be in a state of joy. And when you do that, then you are shifting, you are growing, evolving, and Absolutely.
1: And, and in fact, one of the things, one of the things I just learned actually was how to just shift your frequency with like, you like, you can set your intention to connect with your super conscious, your unconscious, whatever it is. And you can just set your attention and be like, okay, what do I need in this moment? And you can shift your, your, your frequency in the moment. So it's like, and, and laughter and playfulness are the, those are, that's the, those are the right, the highest vibrations. Yes. Right. So, right. Yeah.
0: So, okay. So if people are feeling again, like, well, oh my God, the world's falling apart and the, you yeah. know, they're buying into the fear that is so prevalent. I mean, as a coach, what do you tell people?
1: I actually tell my clients to say to that, voice inside of their head give it permission to be right just be like yeah you're totally right it takes the sting out of it it takes the 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 because it takes the like air out of it it's like wait yeah, what i'm right <laughs> 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 you're totally right it is falling it's and it's scary and overwhelming right now and i totally get it but like you can have that sort of higher perspective yeah it is that's actually true our first chakras are under construction That means the first chakra in the world which is the root which is the the physical world is under construction it's it's collapsing that's true Mm -hmm. so if you tell that voice inside of you that yes it's true now it's not it's it's not it's it's not terror like oh my god because it it's it it gives it level playing field
0: yes okay
1: yeah did that make sense is that totally makes sense to I me. I know you, but does, do you think it yeah. makes sense to your listeners? I, I think
0: so. I think it I think so. The other thing that they are always reminding me, which I and I notice from the quantum realm and I know this from my my original like spiritual teacher that I grew up with um, of that all timelines exist simultaneously. So which timeline do you want to be a part of? Exactly. And so yeah, you you have full choice. You have free will, absolutely, and what you
1: are experiencing, and what you're feeling, right? If yeah. you if you if you're fighting against feeling something, just see if you can just allow it to just allow yourself to feel it for like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. It it's it's like do you ever watch a little kid when they they get their like they get their feelings sort of whatever they cry their hearts out for like a minute and then they're done and they're po- totally back to f- playful. Yeah. That's we're sort of the universe, they, my guides, the, the universe thinks of us as like small children all of the time. So I've just started talking to myself and then I start teaching my clients how to just talk to themselves like they're five. Wow, well, it's totally okay. I know you're scared. I get it. I get it. It's okay. Right? You talk to this, then it. then there's no, you, cry your heart out. Great. Now let's go have ice cream. Like it's, it gets to be simple and you're right. You get to choose. Mm-hmm. Do you want to pick it up or not?
0: Yeah. So, Okay. Um, as far as now we're, we're shifting into 2024. Mm-hmm. Right? We so we're recording this before that. However, we've got this new kind of energy that we're coming into. Um, are there any, have they given you any indication of things that are coming up that people might need to be aware of? And if not, that's totally yeah.
1: fine. Um, they don't they don't usually let me see so far ahead. I maybe get, I've gotten like an overview. I've gotten a broad strokes picture of like 2025, 2026 is when we actually start to actually feel some of the, it's not gonna feel so angsty. Okay. It's, it's actually gonna feel, we're gonna feel like we've made, we've made a difference. Um, in the, on the, on the June solstice that we just had, um, we we tapped the number of consciousness beings we needed to we tapped the tipping point we can't sustain it so so in 2024 is when we're going to see more of us waking up and more people getting on their path um in like totally strange ways right but but it's it's going to actually feel less scary than the shifting grounds that what they showed me at the beginning of 2023 is we're on shifting sands. There's nothing, no ground to stand on. um, Which is why people are so terrified. Um, That levels out a little bit for 2024. So that we actually feel like maybe we're on a plank on shifting sand. Okay. (laughs)
0: 25. Then we're exactly.
1: Once we hit 25 and like 26, now we can actually be like, we can exhale, but like, it's, it's because it's been, well, I mean, this has been since, I mean, it's been all, it's been ongoing, but like, we've been in this like terror place since like 15. Right. So this is, it was, yeah. a, it was a 10 year span of time that we had to go through.
0: Okay. Very interesting. And so when you're, when you're getting this information from them, is it coming through clairvoyance clairaudience? Like how, how are you receiving the messages?
1: Um, almost always it's a voice, It's there's a voice in my head and I've learned again to distinguish that it's not just my voice. I, yeah. I had to learn that one really deeply so I had to do my, the early part of my work was gremlin work because I had to learn what was my voice versus what was not my voice. Gremlin work, um, what's gremlin? <laughs> gremlin is the nasty little voice in your head that keeps you stuck, small, safe, not doing what you should, like keeps you telling you why what you do is not okay or what you did wasn't in time anything you do is not good enough or better it's like that nasty awful critic okay right people call it a whole bunch of different things it could be the ego it could be the small self could be whatever you want to call it i call it a gremlin because it makes it easier to like never feed it after midnight and <laughs> don't get it wet and <laughs> don't expose it to sunlight it, it actually gives it a little bit of playfulness to it
0: oh it does
1: yeah I love- that okay okay
0: so what what else would you like to share with the audience like what do you feel you want people to know about you your work anything
1: else uh what I want people to know is really 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 truly that the world needs your light like there is not a single thing or person or activity or anything on the planet that's not by design there is a there is a grand cosmic plan yes humans have messed things up because of free will a lot <laughs> and also there's still a grand plan and the, and the same god that created rainbows and mountains and sunsets decided we needed a dr lisa and a robin and and a you for a reason and so your job is to just figure out what the reason is and shine as unapologetically as possible because I, I can't say it strongly enough. The world needs your light. Period.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean again, we were talking about the shift of 2023 and so many more people coming out of the woodworks. Yes. Yes. Stepping into their spiritual power and being more visible. Right. Nice. And, yeah. So, you know, it's it's not time to play small.
1: No, and and in fact, doing so is is like a big finger, middle finger to, to God. Like it's like a big "f you" to be like, "Nah, you gave me all these amazing gifts and whatever, but eh, I'm gonna play small, and you you do you. I'm gonna stay over here. I don't get involved." Like it's it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so
0: you know, so people listening or watching, they're probably wondering, okay, what? How how do you work with your clients? Like. What are the different options of work that you can do
1: with people? Um, So I I work, I mean, I love working one-on-one with clients. I mean, I really do. I love when we can get into it and we can really like, I can show you that what that thing is that you're so afraid of isn't as bad as you think it is. And in fact, it's it's making you who you are and making you stronger. Um, So I love working one-on-one with clients. And I also understand that that's not necessarily always accessible for people i do try to keep my prices as as accessible as i can and also i have to live um so i i have a a facebook group where i i do a, a monday mondays with robin every monday and i teach and i share it's totally free anybody can join i offer things there i have classes by january i will have another i have a chakras class that i teach um and this year I'm changing it. It's going to be modular, so we'll have like six weeks a break, six weeks a break, and it's all about chakras and who who are you in that chakra, and then who were you supposed to be in that chakra, and what is there a dissonance right. or right, and how do you how do you reconcile that? So it's really like what are the things that rules that you were supposed to play by and did you or did you not? So like at first chakra, it's like, what is the role of, of be, being woman in, a, in the society or a man? Um, mm-hmm. What's your, what's your physical stature, right? What's your body image? All of those first chakra stuff. Then second chakra we get into sensuality and sexuality and, 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 and emotions and passion. And like, what does it mean to be a woman or a man in your second chakra and and so each each level is a level of consciousness i don't it's not even just a part of you it's a it's a level of consciousness and and at the end of that there's you you've unpacked and unwound all the things that held you back so you can have a real true relationship with yourself so that's a group coaching program um and like i said it usually goes six it usually what we've done up to this point is go october to may with no breaks but this time we're going to break it up a little bit. So people can come and go as, as it fits them. Um, I do workshops. I do retreats. I do, I'll probably have another retreat in the springtime. By the time they get this, it'll probably, I'll probably be in the throes of planning for a retreat for probably the, the spring equinox again. Um, what kind of
0: retreats do you do?
1: Uh, it's a three or four day deep dive into personal. Who are you? Um, shadow work, gremlin work, really showing up as yourself creating a tribe can you be vulnerable in a tribe like this can can the tribe hold space for you can you have this like true deep intimacy both with mm-hmm. yourself and with someone else so that you can really either take the next step or the first step in your in your journey and like really who are you who are you and and what are your amazingness that the world needs in a group of people that also love and see you as totally for who you are
0: yeah
1: beautiful yeah yeah Oh okay. my god! Magic happens at retreats. <laughs> I, I
0: retreats too. I love. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, and where do you do the retreats? Because I know you're in Boston. Right?
1: I am in Boston, and so up until I mean, I just I, I I actually I I have one in September, but I don't. I think it's not it's not the right. It's, something tells me it's not the right time. So um, I have been doing them at a place that's north of Boston in Massachusetts. I will. Tr- I'm kind of open to traveling. I, I do have. I at some point I'm going to do one in Sedona. Mm. I think I need a. I'm not, that's they they keep saying me not yet but at some point I'm going to get I'm going to get to I'm going to get to Sedona um but I kind of I don't I see this mission as like I want to travel and mm-hmm. do this work I'll come to you like I really want to travel and teach and speak at places and create retreats in wherever there happens to be a a, a group for it right, right? so um okay. yeah
0: well, beautiful. And so the work that you do one-on-one with clients, I'm assuming that can be done remotely.
1: Yeah, I work almost exclusively remotely. I work either via Zoom or by phone because some people don't want to ugly cry in front of me. So the phone is sometimes gives a level of anonymity. I, in my in my coaching agreement, it says, please bring tissues because we're going to do the stuff that, clear, yeah. that you need to clear stuff out.
0: Yeah, I love that. I, I You know, everyone needs a good ugly cry Absolutely. every so often. <laughs>
1: It is the most cathartic thing, aside from an orgasm, it is the most cathartic thing you can do. Do both. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Also, um, so you mentioned your Facebook group, but where can people find you? What's your website? Uh, my
1: where- website is um, uh, phoenix rising com. If you'd forget the dashes, you just type in Phoenix Rising Healings as long as the S is in there, you'll find me. There's a very long story as to why it has to have the dashes. It has to do with my my neurodivergence. Forgot to renew at one point the domain, yeah. Phoenix Rising Healings. And when I went back and looked at it, I was like, "Shut." Uh-huh. <laughs> so I got as close as I can. Yeah. Um uh that's that has everything. My Facebook by facebook group fierce happy women i also have phoenix rising healings on facebook i'm kind of all over i'm all over social um but it's healings within us if you do that you'll find or type robin thomas actually i've i've gotten to the place where if you type robin thomas and and healer or phoenix rising mm-hmm. i come up excellent yeah
0: well is there anything else you want to share in our last moment together any other words of wisdom that maybe is coming through from the collective <sighs> Already shared. Amazing. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I think th- just really like the world needs your light and rest. Like there's the work right. that light workers work right now. It doesn't end. It actually, people go, when does it end? And I'm like, eh, it doesn't. <laughs> so as light workers, as healers, as beings, uh, we have to, first of all, we need a tribe. We, c- we cannot do this work alone. We cannot do this work alone. We need a tribe. And, and we need coaches and healers and teachers who can, both hold us to a different vibration and allow us to rest like we need to just have support beautiful and i think too
0: many people are just go 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 and don't right. Right. do that for themselves so exactly. exactly yes one that's one of the beauties of living here in hawaii and living only 10 minutes from the beach is right exactly that, that's my rest grounding place
1: <laughs> and it's sort of built in to i mean it, maybe not but it's built into your culture a little bit better than <laughs> it is in Massachusetts and
0: and back in Olympia yeah I did that best enough <laughs> so, well Robin it has been a pleasure to have you on and I can't wait to see what else is going to unfold as you're moving along and um just thank you for your light and being here in the world to help people through this as well thank you
1: it really has been a pleasure
0: Yeah. And for those watching or listening, thank you so much for being here with us. And I'll see you next time on Connection to the Cosmos. Aloha.